Hi, welcome to Rick TV. So today, soon and I are going to talk about same experience, learn the lesson. So let's get into it. Hi, welcome to Rick TV. So today, soon and I are going to talk about same experience, learn the lesson. So recently, Sue and I, we both went through this crazy experience. So we're going to share with you guys and then maybe you can take some part of it and then just uh, see if you can resonate with it. And then uh, we can give you some tips too. So uh, basically, you know, uh, to talk about it very simply, our guide or our yourself or our star family or whoever they are will keep on giving us the same lesson until we pass, we learn it. Just like a score, just like our midterm or final, um, it doesn't seem like test or seem like a lesson, but we can kind of, you know, realize, okay, I had this experience before. That sort of way. So I'm pretty sure many of us can identify with it. So can you share with us, Sue? Sure. Um, I'm gonna go to an older time in my life uh, when I was in the dating world. And uh, I had started, this was after the ending of my first marriage and uh, I had already been in counseling for a while with uh, my mentor, Bob. And um, I was starting to see other people and uh, the different guy, right? But behaving yeah. pretty much the same way. Yeah. And uh, so we talked about that quite a bit. And um, he said, you know, your, your guides and the universe will continue to send you the same kind of experience until you figure out what is in this experience for you to learn from. Once you get it, you don't have to keep repeating the same experience. So what that looked like for me is that I kept getting uh, dating men that were behaving in a very similar manner uh, not necessarily the kind of partner I was looking for, especially because I was a young mother and I had to think about my, my son. Um, and I, I just couldn't figure out like, why do I keep meeting these guys that are, that act this way? And so as we were working through what, what was the possible lesson, um, what I came to for myself was that I had to honor myself. I had to realize that if I didn't expect my partner you know, potential partner to treat me as well, at least as well as I treat them, then I'm going to keep attracting these men that will treat me poorly, or always try to take, take, take and, and not giving back. And yeah, so, you know, the lesson in it for me showed up in a form of different people. Um, but the behavior being the same is what was showing me what I needed to learn, which is I had to honor myself. And what happened was I ended up getting to the point where I said to myself, I know I'm young, but I'll be alone the rest of my life and I'll be a single mother the rest of my life 
if I do not find someone that treats me at least as well as I treat them, I'm okay with that. I'll just be alone because I don't want to be treated poorly anymore. And sure enough, it wasn't even two weeks uh, when I came to that decision that I ran into Brent again, you know, my husband. I wasn't even supposed to be at this place where we met until later in the evening. Uh, I was meeting my girlfriend at this place and um, I ended up going early because I was tired and I didn't want to fall asleep on the couch and miss our meeting. So I said, well, I'm going to go early. And uh, the funny part about it, which is not funny, it's, it's synchronicity to be, if I had gone later as usual, I would have missed Brent completely because he and his friends would have left before I even got there. Yeah. So uh, that tells me that it was absolutely meant to be and it was synchronicity. But had I not chosen myself over a relationship, I said, you know, I'm not tolerating this crappy behavior anymore from men. I'd rather be alone because I, I like my company better than being with people that, you know, treat you a certain way. Um, I'm quite, I'm quite sure that I wouldn't have met him at that time. So that's my example um, to share with you. And I, I hope it makes sense. So, you know, the, 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 the bottom line is you keep repeating a pattern or an experience, they keep sending you an experience so that you figure out, hey, I'm tired of this. You know, I, I, I choose myself. I'm not going to allow myself to have this experience anymore because I'm lonely or because I want to have somebody in my life. I'm going to, I'll be by myself rather than uh, endure poor treatment. Um, so maybe some people can relate to that. Because if you, if you can keep having the same relationship over and over again, but it's a different guy or a different girl, maybe there's something in there for you that you have to grab onto before uh, and, and release uh, before the right one can come into your life. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Uh, mine is like, I used to be very analytical I love collecting data, collecting facts. You know, I used to be like that before my speech awakening. I'm very good at analyzing script, people, that kind of thing. I still love it. But because of my nature, you know, I usually decide my very solid fact or prediction because something happened in the past, right? So I did, I did have a huge belief in something outside comes in and screw up something, right? It could be my big project. It could be relationship. It could be anything. So I did have this belief, like, even though I'm doing really, really well in relationship or project or whatever, and some outside of huge forces coming and then boom like one day like power collapse and mm. that kind of experience happened a um, couple of times in my life in different aspects of my life so I I bind into it I bought into that is a fact so that created my pattern of the I guess um 
mean for my creation pattern. So without knowingly, because I bought into it, without knowingly, I, I started creating my life this way. Mm. And then um, after I had a huge shift, I said, you know what? I'm not going to bind into this thing. Just because it happened in the past a couple of times, it doesn't matter, 10 times or 20 times, right? Just because it happened in the past, it's not going to happen in the future because we are shifting one timeline to another timeline. It's not a linear. So logically, it doesn't make any sense. And I knew that, like, my brain knew that, my mind knew that. Logically, it doesn't make sense. But for a long time, I was buying into that. I was mm-hmm. buying into, okay, my past is the proof. My past is the proof. Then I got tired of it. Means, okay, do I really want to be um, put this past the, past the truth, like some kind of a gold medal? Or do I really want to be happy? And do I really want to be empowered to take my power and understand I'm the creator? I don't care what happened in the past. I'm going to create whatever the way I want. I don't care. Yeah. And I decided to not to buy into my credo of uh, past is a fact. You know, I, I dumped every, everything. And then I'm going to create. It doesn't matter what happened in the past. After that, I gained my power. I'm empowered. And then I'm like, okay, I no longer feel powerless because I felt like I have to fight against something unseen, like some kind of unseen huge forces. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I, I said, this is bullshit. You know, I just can't throw away. <laughs> right now and then i as soon as i did that i'm like okay i'm the creator i'm 100 responsible for what i'm creating in my life good or bad and then i i totally felt my like full power as a creator i don't really have to worry or fear some outside forces because there's no outside forces Mm-hmm. No. Well, let's clarify something for a second, okay? Because when when we say our guides in the universe are going to keep sending us the same lesson, that could be construed as an outside force. What we mean is, by life contract and agreement, we've asked our guides and the the angels and whoever is with us in this lifetime watching over us, we've asked them. We've told them we want to master something. You know, we want to overcome um, the belief that we're going to be sabotaged, or I want to overcome the belief that I don't deserve someone who treats me well in my life. Okay, for example, like coinciding with our examples. So the outside force, which really isn't outside, it's internal, but, you know, that goes to we are all one. Those guides and angels and the universe that are sending us these lessons it's because we've asked them to 
we've asked them to keep giving us um, experiences so that we can overcome those beliefs. So we are creator beings, like you just said, and you can create your reality. Once you realize your power, you can create your reality however you want. And, and you're not going to have something sabotage you because you're not allowing that fear or that um, proof, past proof, to have any relevance in your life now. Because you're, you've gotten past it. You've learned the lesson. You don't need to re-experience that anymore. So there, there is what you could think of as an outside force that's bringing us these experiences. And again, it's not we're victims, it's happening because we asked them to. As a soul, we wanted to come to this realization on our own. How do we do it? By having experience. And sometimes we have to have it over and over again before we go, you know what, I'm really tired of that. I'm not doing that anymore. Recognizing and stepping into your power, which is what you were just talking about, and then saying, I'm creating things differently. And the more we step into our own power as creator beings, um, and we're believing in our picture being able to be whatever we choose it to be. Um, so, for example, my biggest one is, you know, the last two years. My reality isn't all involved in COVID and wars and battles and politics and all of this, you know, in the beginning, it started out that way. And then along the way, I went, you know what, I'm a creator being, I'm going to make my reality the way I want it to be. So it's not that I don't see it going on, because I see other people's creations. I'm just not in getting involved in it. Right. So, but if you keep believing that, um, you know, whatever's going on outside of you, um, with these these external battles um, have to do with you and your world and what you're creating. You're going to keep seeing that over and over and over again until you get to the point where you say, you know what, I'm done with all of that. I don't, I, <laughs> I'm not going to pay attention to it. I'm not going to look at it. Oh, and guess what? My life is just fine. There's food yeah. on the shelves at the grocery store. Um, I'm able to bring in the abundance into my life, you know, feed my family, have a shelter, gratitude for everything that's in my life. Guess what? I created that. Nobody mm -hmm. handed it to me, right? So if we can start taking responsibility, instead of feeling sort of the victim role of, oh, well, this is going on. And so I have to be involved in it. No, you don't, you know, no, you really don't. You can just keep your um, focus in your own life and what you're creating for yourself. And then what you'll notice, I promise you, is that these things that you hear about in the news and from this organization says this and that, it's just going to fall away. You, you're not even going to hear about it anymore because you focused on your own life. So, and that's a lesson too, that we repeat until we get it and say, oh, I really am a creator being, I can do this. I can make my picture and my reality, whatever I want it to be. Yeah. So, you know, um, people who tend to uh, go through the experience of getting your power back, doesn't necessarily, um, you know, you might be in the victim position, you might be in the position of you you love to fight and win kind of position too right 
So I do notice, um, you know, uh, fight with dark forces or, you know, fight with this and that and it will win. <laughs> that's very masculine energy beside that. I'm not saying that's good or bad, but a lot of times we do, we gain our power back by going with the flow. Instead of push back with a force to win, which will... Um, create another force to push back, even though you are both doing it because you are the creator. But when you believe some outside force is doing something like, you know, um, let's say in the relationship, you're in a good relationship and then some outside force, such as, you know, your partner's family or whoever is not really happy with the relationship. And then I'm just using that example. You, you end up not getting married to this person, right? That's outside forces. So when you bind into this outside forces, um, more you bind into it, even you fight against it, you are like um, chipping your power to outside of your pure creation. Because when you're creating within, 100% knowing your creator, and 100% responsible of being as a creator, then you will think and decide what do you want? Do you want to be right? Or do you want to be happy? And mm -hmm. a lot of times we, you know, especially people like um, people who used to be left brain, brain sided person like myself, you know, you want to be right instead of you want to feel happy because, okay, there's a data, you know? <laughs> okay, um, forget about data. Forget about past history. I read something about recently. I read a really interesting article about um, they wanted to do this experience, you know, experiment that putting twins into different foster families Mm -hmm. And to see if they're gonna have a same uh, personality tendency or something. So what happened was both kids, one kid um, was, was adopted into the middle class family. And then mother has this anxiety kind of personality tendency. And the other kid, she was adopted by upper class family and then Mom and dad is very loving and supportive and stuff like that. And then the result is both kids have a tendency to show the anxiety and the worry and the crying like a crazy and you want it to do this way and that way, regardless of the environment. So the kids uh, inherited their mother's, the birth mother's personality. The birth mother had a psychological disorder. And then they're saying at this experiment, they happen to inherit their uh, original personality. And then they did other experiment and the conclusion was your environment, no matter which kind of environment you have, your birth nature not gonna, gonna be always strong or whatever. So I was reading it, then I'm thinking, you know what, this is another buying into the data thing. Because, yeah, because that's yeah. only like that's only one case. I mean, I happen oh. to know a set of twins in high school that were diabolically different. 
mean, their personalities were very different. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's, they call that anecdotal, by the way, when you have like one or a well, small they, group. They did a bunch of a scientific experiment and the basic conclusion was a bunch of different cases. They said, well, that was a conclusion. But I read it, then I was thinking, and that is also the you know freedom for me to bind into this thing I just read or not not to bind into it. So I decided not to bind into it. Like more you bind into the data instead of like following the intuitive knowingness, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of takes your power away. Yeah. Because that might be the the other person's creation, the other person's perspective, the other person's belief, and then this data showed up. Fit, yeah, they fit the they fit the data to match their hypothesis. Yeah. So yeah. I felt like, okay, this is a great example. So I wasn't buying into it because you know maybe the kid they they on purposely chose the kid with psychological problem if they chose you know, kid with not having a mental illness or something, and then they are twins and then they grow up in totally different environment, they might have come up with, come out with totally different personality because their parents are different, right? So I was thinking it was two extreme cases, like the, the, the test case case they used. But my point is, it's just, uh, because of my experience and what I learned from my experience, when we buy into something, I'm not saying you don't buy into everything, but you have to be responsible when you bind into something, you are including that as a creation. Mm-hmm. And is this helpful for you or is this making you happy or not? And as simple as that, and then this repeating experience happened to me over and over until I got it. It's not just the one way, the several way of outside the forces lesson came. So you don't know it's the same lesson because it looks different to me, you know? Mm -hmm. But after you get it, you're like, "Uh uh-huh, you know? I know. You know what's funny is I, you know, I could, I could relate with money because um, growing up, it was very interesting. My father um, made a very good living. He was an electrical engineer and um, he worked on things like the space program. Uh, He did the electrical system for the capsule that landed on the moon and he worked on nuclear submarines. So he made a good living, but there was this, familial through generations uh belief you know we're slovak uh eastern european um is where my ancestors came from that you know they just could never make money or have money or be wealthy and um so i had sort of this poverty mindset uh in my young years and even though we didn't live that way i mean if you saw the house i grew up in you guys would laugh at me and be like how could you have a poverty mindset. It was a beautiful house. Um, and 
we always had good food. We always had good clothes. My parents were able to, you know, make sure that we had everything we needed. So we didn't want for anything. But still, the poverty mindset is very uh, insidious because even though outwardly it may not look like you have a poverty mindset, things such as, well, I don't want to spend that money on myself even though it might help my mental health, like say you wanted to get a session or say I wanted to go on a retreat or, you know, family taking a little vacation. I mean, that's a mental health thing. That's something we do for ourselves for our health. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I'm not going to spend that money because it's too much or maybe I'm not worth it. Maybe I'm not worthy of it or the rest of my family never did that. So why am I going to do it? Well, I'll tell you why, because when you start doing it and investing in yourself, um, what you start realizing is that you have, you had the money to do it all along and you were just squirreling it away or even wasting it on things that are not helpful. You know, like if you took that, for example, if you took that $5 cup of coffee every day at Starbucks and you put that, you know, made coffee at home and put that money aside before you know it you'd have quite a bit of money and then you could go on your little vacation or you could do something else with it so we we tend to have twisted views of um what we can afford and what we should put our money into is it more important to put our money into um a fancy car an expensive lease something that gets us from point A to B and looks good, or is it more important to put that money into something else, right? So this poverty mindset believes that I just, I can't afford it, or uh, or I'm never going to, I'm not going to have enough. If I do spend this money, I'm not going to have enough. And what I found out through my years is that the more I believe that I have enough, I always do. And People, you know, the analytics of that would be like, well, there's a spreadsheet. You can calculate how much you have. But the funny thing about it, and my mentor, again, helped me with this. He was like, if you behave as if you have money, then you will always have money. And he wasn't wrong. Can I explain to you the physics of that? Nope. Can I tell you that I went through it and I know for an absolute fact that it was true? Yes. And the lesson kept coming to me that, um, you know, as soon as I'd feel like I had a little extra money, my car would break down or an expense would come up or somebody needed money in my family. So even though the money was there, I had to keep spending it and then coming back to, well, I don't have any money, (laughs) you know, savings. But um, once I learned to start going ahead and spending the money on myself for things that I wanted in my life that were good for me. Um, Honest to God, it's like my car stopped breaking down. People stopped, you know, needing money. There was like, oh, before you know it, they can, they, they can take care of themselves. They don't need to ask. Um, It was like somebody flipped a switch for me and I haven't gotten off of that since. And I don't need gobs of money, um, more money than, you know, what I can buy for things I like to do, places I like to go or eat out or have nice clothes, whatever. I mean, I don't need excessive wealth. And on the other hand, if I had excessive wealth, that would just be more for me to give to people like St. Jude's 
hospital that treats can't you know children and they never give their parents a bill or, you know things of that nature it's like i'm not gonna say to myself i won't accept excessive wealth if it comes my way it's i don't demonize money anymore but you know i don't know if i really explained it well but the lesson of lacking money kept coming to me but only because i believed that i would never have money and then when i started behaving as if i had money and saying yes i am going to spend that extra i'm not going to go to the thrift shop and buy a shirt i need a shirt for work i'm going to go buy one at the regular store because i can afford it well i could and i did and it's i'm not saying there's anything wrong with the thrift shop you know but what i'm saying is um if we change our belief system about something and then we just start acting as if it's the way we want it to be, you're going to find that it is. And you're going to stop getting those lessons of, well, are you sure? Is this what you want? Are you sure? Is this the reality of it all? I, I think it dissipates once we change, shift our thinking about it and our beliefs. Yes. So, you know, the first step for us to all of us to change it is to make a decision and then not the buying into it. Of course, we got to do other work on top of it, but that first step is a huge step, huge. So it's a really good idea to look within yourself and see why you are buying into it and how helpful that is for you to have a happy, joyful, abundant, you know, exciting life or, you know, you're kicking into those stuff because it's a fact according to you. Yeah. If you keep having the same experience, whether it be relationship, money, career, uh, family situation, if you keep having the same experience over and over and over again, look at the experience and go, okay, what do I need to shift? to change this. And yes, sometimes that means you have to step out of somebody's life or a bunch of somebody's. Um, because if they're perpetuating a cycle, you know, keeping in with that cycle is going to keep you stuck. But um, recognize what is repeating in your life that you want to change and figure out, go into yourself um, and figure out what is it that I'm supposed to learn from this. And once you do that and you make a decision that you're going to go for your best life instead of keep repeating the pattern, that's when it'll shift. And also, don't bind into, you have to learn the lesson from this, you know, what we call as a life. You can watch movies, okay? You can watch TVs, but good one. And then live through the character life and then heal through it. And then once you learn it, you did learn the lesson. It doesn't have to be your body, your avatar to learn that lesson. You, you kind of bind into the movie stories and then you learn the lesson so you don't have to go through it. Just like you, you dream at night and then you learn something or you get some epiphany and then you don't have to go through it, right? It's the same thing. Or same thing as we go through the regressions. Yeah. 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 
So, yeah, so observe what other people are showing you and you can learn that way. You don't have to do it the hard way. <laughs> uh-huh, unless you want to, okay? Yeah. So, you know, that's what movies and the TVs are for. Everything is double-edged sword. So not everything is evil or not everything is not evil. Not like, you know, a lot of things on earth are gray. And gray is fine. Gray help us to grow more. And then we can we can create something new on top of it if that is not what you are seeking, right? For you or for everybody around you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so next week, Sue and I are gonna bring a more interesting topic, and then we see you guys next time. Thank you so much for watching. Please uh, subscribe, like, and thanks. Bye. Bye. Okay. I don't see the... If you are seeking for our service, our links are in the description box. See you guys next time. Bye.